Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Get ready to grip it and rip it. All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting. Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the golf show. It's the show by golfers for golfers. This is Tea to Green, the golf show. How you doing? Thanks for listening, and welcome to another home edition. Great to be back with you to talk a little golf. Jerry Evans is off today. I'm Jay Ritchie from my home in Colorado Springs, Colorado, where our usual broadcast home, the five-star Broadmoor Resort, is about two weeks away from reopening. They're excited about that. We're excited about today's show. Everyone is excited about the return of professional golf. What I'm talking about is the PGA Tour event in Fort Worth, Texas, the Charles Schwab Challenge at the Colonial Country Club, a great field and a great leaderboard heading into the final round today. Our buddy Rick Arnett from Avid Golfer in Dallas is back with us today to talk about the return of professional golf and the Charles Schwab Challenge. But up first on the show... Social distancing has reopened one of the big debates uh, in golf, riding or walking. Do players play better when they ride? Do they play better when they walk? Or is it healthier to walk versus riding? Well, there's a recent study that's been done on that. It broke down the benefits and the advantages and disadvantages of the two. Another of our friends, Dr. Neil Wokadoff, the director of the Colorado Center for Health and Science in Denver, conducted that study, and he'll be here today to talk about that and proper footwear for golf. It's all straight ahead today on Tee to Green. It's early Sunday morning. The sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at 7. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. What am I going to do? Help me keep my head down. Save me from those double bogey blues. It's America's longest-running network radio golf show. It's Tee to Green. Make sure you check out our website, teetogreenradio.com. You can also like us on Facebook. We're also on Sirius XM Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app, the Dan Patrick Channel. Jay Ritchie, teeing it up. Hogan Golf Tip. Want to hit your long irons crisper and longer? 
it's important to take the club back easy on your backswing. A longer iron requires more of a sweeping fluid motion than other irons. To achieve this, try to take it back low and slow for the first few feet. This deliberate takeaway helps promote a smooth, shallow swing that's perfectly on plane. You'll find that sweet spot more consistently, and you'll see added yards in your four through six irons. And now a word from Ben Hogan Golf. When Ben Hogan founded his company in 1953, his mission was to make the finest golf equipment in the world. That remains our mission today. We forge every club we make to provide the feel and feedback investment cast clubs simply cannot provide. And our craftsmen micromanufacture each club to your exacting specifications in our Fort Worth, Texas factory. You'll only find Ben Hogan Golf equipment at BenHoganGolf.com. Visit us online. You'll be glad you did. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721-855-715-5721-855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Talking golf 52 weeks a year and loving it. It's Tita Green. It's the golf show. Happy to be back with you talking golf on another Sunday from home. I'm Jay Ritchie. Jerry Evans is off today. Scott Cuddy's in master control. My able assistant, Roscoe, the rock star dog, is standing by as well. And uh, we've got a couple of great guests for you on the show today. Still from home. Uh, a couple of weeks from now, June 28th, the Broadmoor is set to reopen, and hopefully we'll be able to be back at our usual broadcast spot for uh, Tita Green for the rest of the rest of the year. Uh, 91-day break. After a 91-day break, the longest since World War II, the PGA Tour got back to play this week in Texas at Fort Worth with the Charles Schwab Challenge. 
all the golfers, all the caddies, tour officials, anyone on the course being tested for COVID-19, and no fans are allowed. Our good friend Rick Arnett from Avid Golfer in Dallas will be with us later in the hour for a first-hand look at how things are unfolding at the Colonial Country Club. Uh, all the social distancing that's going on these days has reopened a big debate on walking versus riding in golf. Is one better for you than the other? Is one healthier for you than the other? Do your scores get better if you walk, or do your scores get better if you ride? Lots of questions there. And another of our good friends, Neil Wokadoff, Ph.D., with the Colorado Center for Health and Science, is with us now to talk about the results of a recent study he conducted that examined the pros, cons, and benefits or disadvantages of walking versus riding. Uh, he'll also talk about the importance of proper footwear for golfers, and he's got some good ideas and recommendations there uh, as it's footwear, as in anything, is very important, but it's a much overlooked aspect, a much overlooked facet of golf, one that golfers do not think about when they play or when they're getting ready to play. Am I wearing the right shoes? Dr. Neil Wokadoff from the Colorado Center for Health and Sciences up first today. Standing by on the tee to green guest line, the director of the Colorado Center for Health and Sports Science in Denver, Neil Wokadoff, Ph.D. Neil has worked for more than 20 years with athletes, novices, and special needs athletes. He's worked with some of the best in uh, the NFL, the NHL, the PGA Tour, and the Olympics as well, and baseball. Back with us today to talk about a number of things, including walking versus riding in golf. How do you know if you're wearing proper footwear? That is very important. Hi, Neil. How you doing? Good morning. I'm doing great. Just not playing enough golf. Great to have you back on on Tee to Green with us, my friend. COVID-19, you know, one of the things I hear a lot of just about on a daily basis is, well, when things get back to normal, when life gets back to normal, when golf gets back to normal, is there, as far as golf is concerned, are we ever going to get back to where we were before COVID-19? Well, I think there might be a push to have a little bit bigger spacing in tea times. I think some of the people that had to walk to start with because of the issues with sanitizing the carts, I think some of those people are going to keep walking with push carts or carry bags. So I think that's, and it might only be three or 4%, but that's, if you're a golf course and you depend on revenue from motor carts, that's a pretty significant amount. Perfect segue to what I wanted to talk to you about, at least to begin with today, and that is walking versus riding and the benefits derived. You did a study pre-COVID on that very topic. I want to get into that a little bit with you. Why, first off, why did you do that study? Well, a couple reasons. One, I always got people that said, well, you know, walking the golf course is great exercise. And I go, mm, maybe yes, maybe no. And then there were people that asked, well, um, would I play better golf if I was fitter? So I devised a study to take golfers, have them walk nine holes with nine, with metabolic gear, measuring actual energy expenditure, the oxygen and carbon dioxide, and then see what they did as they were going through those different phases 
from walking to hitting a drive to hitting a chip shot to putting, uh, walking up to the green, walking down from the green, all that stuff. And we had him play nine holes twice in each of four conditions, playing in a motor cart, walking with the caddy. In this case, I followed with the cart. I was essentially a caddy walking with the carry bag and walking with the push cart. So each golfer completed the nine holes twice with each measurement and specific measurement for a total of eight times. And then I averaged the data to come up with how many calories you burn and what heart rate did in all those different conditions. So you put this, this special gear on these, these golfers or special? Yeah, basically you breathe through a mask uh-huh. and the mask has, has, is connected to sensors that know volume of air that you're moving as well as, um, you know, what your heart rate is, what's the ratio between oxygen and carbon dioxide, which tells us if you're aerobic when you're walking the golf course or you're starting to sprint and go what's called anaerobic. So we're able to tell all that stuff. And it's just like wearing a little backpack. The the two measurement boxes that are strapped to the little uh, backpack apparatus are uh, really just not much bigger than cell phones. He's the director of the Colorado Center for Health and Sports Science based in Denver. Neil Wokadoff is with us today. So uh, were these golfers all the same age, or do, was there some variety no, they there? Were, they, they ran from about 30 years of age to about 57 years of age. They were people that played a golf a lot, so they were fairly accomplished golfers. I think the handicaps range from, like, two to, say, 14 or 15 uh, and they're people that had, you know, did some walking, did some riding, but played golf at least once a week and generally twice a week. So we're not talking about people that didn't know how to swing or manage the game. They were people that were able to manage their game. And what did you find? Well, first off, if you play, let's talk about calories because this has something to do with whether golf is a good fitness or health activity. Every nine holes in a motor cart was 450 calories. That was a big surprise to everybody because they thought it was a lot less. If you walk with a caddy, it's 625. And this is average for the group. might be different on a different course or um, different things like that. The calories for carrying a bag and using a push cart came out really close to the same, about 725 per nine holes. And that just reflects the, the fact that you've got to deal with the weight of the push cart in the bag or the bag as as you move along the course. Mm-hmm. So the calories expended demonstrated that golf is a good fitness activity, not from a training effect, but from adding calories, very much in the idea of 10,000 steps. It adds more movement, which has a beneficial effect on health. But it didn't occur at an intensity where people would get a, a fitness training effect like they would on you know, riding a life cycle or running at a certain pace. So the the consensus or the opinion amongst those who play the game is that walking is more beneficial than riding. Did you find that to be true? Well, you know, yes, but not by a lot. In other words, if you take walking with a push cart at 725 and said, hey, you're playing a motor cart and it's 450, yeah, that's a difference, but it's not as big a difference as everybody thought it was walking, riding, pulling, or pushing a cart, did it affect how they played? Well, we also kept score, and um, the best score by almost two strokes was when they walked with the push cart. 
Next was, and, and I'm, I haven't looked at the date in a while, next, walking with the caddy and walking with the bag and a motor cart were really pretty much the same. So it, it, the deal with the push cart was you got the benefits of walking in terms of letting your mind wander and not having things, um, what do I want to say? Focus? Yeah, focus. In, in other words, one, one of the good things about walking between shots is you can gain some focus, let your emotions cool down or heat up or whatever you need to do. So, so you get the benefits of that. But here was the interesting thing about the push cart. When the golfers went up to the green or up to the tee box, their heart rate didn't go as high, which meant that even though they were technically dealing with more weight, the bag and the push cart, their heart rate didn't go as high, so they didn't go as anaerobic or sprint as much, which means they didn't get the yips. So in those short shots around the green or after they went up a hill, they were just more precise. You know, if you had people that were 30 handicapped, you couldn't say this, but with the level of golfers that we had, we go, yeah, that's really pretty good. It's almost two shots around better pushing the cart than any of the other means. There you go. That's uh, part one of our two-part interview today with Dr. Neil Wolkadoff, the director of the Colorado Center for Health and Sciences. We'll keep him around and come back on the other side with more today here on Tee to Green. Stick around. We'll be right back. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline.
Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 5531 800-754-4531 That's 800-754-4531 Your top source for golf news and entertainment on the radio, online, and on your smartphone, You've got more people listen to T to Green on their smartphone than just about any place these days. It is T to Green. It's the golf show from my home here in Colorado Springs, Colorado. I'm Jay Ritchie. Scott Cuddy's in master control. Jerry Evans is off today. And coming up in just a little bit, golf is back. The Charles Schwab Challenge in Fort Worth, Texas. Golfers are there. Their caddies are there. But no fans. How's that going? We'll find out from Rick Arnett, from avid golfer in Dallas, who will be joining us a little bit later in the show. He's the director of the Colorado Center for Health and Sports Science, based in Denver. Neil Wokadoff is with us today. We're talking about walking versus riding. And what about what about push carts, Neil? They're they're called pull carts. They're called push carts. Is there a, a benefit to pushing or pulling or is there no difference well i i i tend to think uh we didn't study that but one of the things you have to think about in pulling a cart is your arm is behind you in a position that's not very good for your shoulder so you can pull the cart but as you go up bumps and hills and stuff uh, you're going to get some rotator cuff stress where if you think about pushing a cart it's a lot like pushing a shopping cart it's right there it's right in front of you. If you go up the hill, you can just lean a little bit forward, and it all works out great. Um, I tend to think that push carts, especially the ones where you can adjust the height of the handle that you um, use to push, mm-hmm. are, are are probably the best way to go over. I have a uh, push cart for that reason versus a pull cart. Yeah, I haven't used one for years, but when I did use one, I would alternate. Some holes I would push, some holes I would pull. Yeah, that's not a bad idea, especially if the, you know, if, if if it's like a really flat hole and it doesn't take much energy to push it or or, or to pull it, it's probably not going to yank on your shoulder. But overall, if you want to save your back and your shoulders, I think a push cart is far and above the best way to locomote around the course. Well, whether you're walking or riding, another important component of golf that I think a lot of golfers overlook is is shoes wearing the proper footwear how do you know if you're wearing the right well, shoe that i'm going to answer that question in about five ways because there's different things that come into play with this the first thing is 
people have different kinds of feet. You have some feet that have high arches that are super stable, and then you got the people on the other end of the scale where they say they have flat feet, but they're not totally flat, but the foot is very unstable. And in the middle, you've got people with moderate arches with moderate instability. The first thing I would tell golfers to do is I say, okay, if you've got a, a medium stability foot or a low stability foot, you want a straight lasted shoe where if you look at the bottom of the sole, the shoe is really straight because then when the laces come around your forefoot, it's going to really help you stabilize your foot. If you have a foot that is super high arched and super rigid, you can play in a curved lasted shoe. Most Nikes are curved lasted shoe. All you're going to do is go to the the golf store and look at the bottom of shoes and you'll get the idea that there's basically three patterns of how the sole looks going from the heel to the toes. Most people are in the medium foot category, which means those shoes with a lot of curve to them, I just don't support their foot well. So I think that's the first consideration is to find a shoe that has the right shape for your foot. The director of the Colorado Center for Health and Sports Science based in Denver, Neil Wokadoff, with us today. Shoes have changed a lot over the past few years. They're, they're now lighter. The material's different. Is that is that good or bad? Well, i probably give it 70-30 bad to good, and here's the reason, is that uh, a lot of shoe company look, a mesh fabric is a lot cheaper than leather, even a synthetic leather. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're using synthetics because they say, oh, the shoe breathes more and it's lighter. Well, there's a problem with that. The average tour player has a significantly lower BMI. Even though they swing fast, they swing very smooth. They can play in flip-flops and probably play pretty good. But the average amateur has got different spots in their swing where they accelerate and deaccelerate. And the shoe has to absorb a lot more force and be stable in those lateral transitions. I just think that most amateurs, especially above the age of 40 or 50, ought to be playing in a leather or leather-like golf shoe uh, that's got a lot of lateral support. That's the first factor. The second factor is ramp angle, or what's the difference between the height of the heel and the forefoot. So some of the shoes out there have really tried to push this idea of well, ground reaction force, and you're closer to the ground. And that's got some, you know, a, a wee bit of truth to it, but not that much. I mean, it's a three-eighths of an inch, and the height of the heel to the ground is not going to make much difference. What makes a difference for the golfer, and, and I'm going to say, look, unless you live in your golf shoes, look at your dress shoes or your knock-around shoes and your athletic shoes and say, okay, they have this kind of ramp angle. The heel's a little bit higher than the ball of the foot when I look at it in terms of how you stand to the ground. Your golf shoe should match that because biomechanically, that's how you do activities like walk, hang out during the day, go exercise. And there have been tour players that have switched brands of golf shoes where that ramp angle is different, and they have an off year for a, a year or two because the golf swing is essentially different going from a shoe with a moderate angle uh, angle of ramp to one that has no angle of ramp. So that's an important thing. And a lot of those golf shoe companies has simply put in no ramp angle because guess what? They save on the material in the sole. Oh, sure. So I, I, I think it's a matter of cost and that they can charge the same price and make a, and make a better margin. And I, I think that's the most important thing is to, is, is to get a shoe that's got a lot of lateral support, which means probably leather, probably something akin to the older foot joys where you saw the big, thick heel at, at the heel area where it was substantially 
uh, thicker than the forefoot. Uh-huh. And, and because you're going to find that most of your dress shoes and your athletic shoes still have some ramp angle. So the other factor, and I don't want to ask you your age, but are you over 50, Jay? Yes. Okay. If you're over 50, one of the things that people don't realize is that your foot loses by the time you're age 50. 50% of the shock absorption in the fat pads under the ball of the foot and the heel. So another problem with these minimalist shoes is they don't have enough gush and heel padding and forefoot padding so people get sore feet. So, I mean, I think most people should put an orthotic or an insole in their golf shoes. It's even more important with those shoes because they just don't have as much. Uh, it's kind of the Goodyear idea. There's not as much rubber meat in the road. And your feet are going to take a beating. So as people have been walking now, at least to get started when courses wouldn't let you use motorized carts, they've been noticing their feet are a lot more sore. And that's part of the reason. You get older and you just don't have the padding there. I was going to ask you about inserts, uh, orthotics. Is that what they're called? Yeah, well, you, you can buy an, an insole or an insert that is pre-made um, and generally fits you know, the needs of your foot. And that's that's going to be a lot better than whatever the one-and-a-half-cent foam insert is that they, that they put in the shoe. Mm-hmm. If you have significant foot problems, you should probably get a custom orthotic to make up for the foot issues that you've got. And you should probably use the same orthotics in your, at least your athletic shoes and your golf shoes, possibly your dress shoes. 75% of the American public needs some kind of foot correction via a specialized insole or, or an orthotic. So, and the other thing that people should realize is golf is the only sport where they actually did a research study and said, look, if we put orthotics in people's shoes, they swung at about three miles an hour faster with their driver, which means they got another 10 yards. So just by putting in something supportive that's specific for your foot, you're probably going to get rid of a few of those Charles Barkley components with your feet, and you're probably a little bit more powerful. All right, good stuff. We need to continue this discussion at a future date. Neil Wolkadoff, Colorado Center for Health and Sports Science. Neil, thanks for taking the time today. Let's get you back on someday, and we'll follow up. Thank you, Jay, and happy golf to all the people that are getting back. Some great information there from uh, Neil Wolkadoff, Ph.D., the director of the Colorado Center for Health and Sports Science in the Denver area. A lot to unpack there in those two segments on on walking versus riding and then on golf shoes. And if you're looking for more information on that, Neil's going to have uh, articles coming up in uh, both Golf Digest and Golf Week uh, here in the next uh, several months, so you can do that. Uh, also, he, did, uh, he was interviewed by the New York Times. You can go to the New York Times website and search Woke It Off, golf for more information there or you can just go to the uh, website for the colorado center for health and sports sciences that is c-o-c-h-s-s dot com that's c-o-c-h-s-s dot com as i said a lot to unpack there and there's a lot more information if you go to the website and check out his blogs or if you find those articles that he did for the new york times Golf Digest and Golf Week. And as I said, we're going to get Neil back on the show because he brings so much uh, to the table every time he is on. Not only does he uh, golf, but he's one of the smartest people that I know. And it's always fun talking to Neil Wokadoff here on TD Green. Well, coming up, 
we're going to head to the first tournament after golf came out of pro golf came out of coronavirus hibernation. Dallas is Texas, Fort Worth area for the Charles Schwab Challenge. Rick Arnett will join us next on Peter Green. And now today's Ben Hogan golf tip. Want to hit your long irons crisper and longer? It's important to take the club back easy on your backswing. A longer iron requires more of a sweeping fluid motion than other irons. To achieve this, try to take it back low and slow for the first few feet. This deliberate takeaway helps promote a smooth, shallow swing that's perfectly on plane. You'll find that sweet spot more consistently, and you'll see added yards in your four through six irons. And now a word from Ben Hogan Golf. At Ben Hogan Golf, we manufacture some of the finest golf equipment in the world in our small factory in Fort Worth, Texas. That's because we build each club by hand using the same process Mr. Hogan created when he started his company 65 years ago. We call it micromanufacturing, no mass production, and no shortcuts. Visit BenHoganGolf.com to learn more about our tour quality products and factory direct prices. Tired of the same old hat? CoverageGear.com is the top destination to find the hats and gear you need to represent your favorite pro teams and players. Head to CoverageGear.com with the promo code RADIO and grab a cap with the iconic jersey number of the all-time greats and current stars from the NBA, NFL, MLB, and more. These classic hats come in the font and style of the Superstars team. So with the number 30 from Golden State, number 2 from the Yankees, number 23 from the Bulls, or a number 12 from the Packers, CoverageGear.com will help you honor the legends of yesterday and today. And with Father's Day coming up, timing couldn't be better to check out our collection of dad hats, trucker caps, beanies, stickers, and more. Use promo code RADIO and get 20% off. That's promo code RADIO at CoverageGear.com. CoverageGear.com. We've got you covered. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. There's only one other acceptable theory about how to hit a golf ball. Oh, boy. Well, I'm afraid to ask. Well, what is it? What's the other theory? Grip it and rip it. <laughs> Tea to Green takes you to the driving range with our tip of the week. The Broadmoor is one of the world's premier resorts and the longest holder of the prestigious AAA Five Diamond Award. This 3,000-acre property has 700 rooms and suites, a world-class amenity spa and fitness center, plus more than 185,000 square feet of meeting space. 
The Broadmoor is located five miles southwest of downtown Colorado Springs and one hour south of Denver. The Broadmoor continues to stand in the forefront of world-class facilities, amenities, and service, combining modern comfort and convenience with an elegant charm of the past. Hi, everyone. I'm Mark Kelbel, the head golf pro at the Broadmoor. Today I want to talk to you about how to draw your driver. Everybody asks me about how they can get a slight hook with it. How we teach it is, is that when you are set up to the ball, face the club face toward 11 o'clock and you want to swing out toward 1 o'clock. Hood the face a little bit toward 11 o'clock and on your downswing you're going to swing out towards 1. You will be amazed how your body has a reference for how far to swing out how long to stick with the follow-through in order to achieve just the exact amount of draw that you're looking for. Make sure that you're fitted perfectly with your shaft because if you have too stiff a shaft, I don't care how much we teach you how to draw it, you will not be able to. Keep that in mind. For more on how to hit that draw, check out the website, tdgreenradio.com, or visit your local PGA professional. News, interviews, and fun for everyone interested in golf. That's what we try to do every Sunday right here on Tee to Green, the golf show. Thanks for listening and making us a part of your weekend today. I'm Jay Ritchie. Jerry Evans is off, and our next guest is standing by a frequent visitor to Tee to Green, Rick Arnett with Avid Golfer in Dallas. He's also a host of his very own radio show in the Dallas-Sport Worth, Texas area called The Tee Box. And uh, we welcome him back to T to Green. How you doing, Rick? Happy early Father's Day, Jay. Good to be on. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, uh, I mentioned you're a frequent visitor, and I, yesterday I went back and checked. It seemed like we just had you on a couple of months ago. You know, the last time you were on the show was last May, so it's been over a year. That's unbelievable. Yeah, you know, as I, as I age, I have a tough time um, framing how long something has been since I've done it. So, you know, if you would have said, I, we had you on last November, I said, yeah, probably, yeah, that, was, that is a long time ago. And you say, May, that, yeah, that is a long time ago. But it's good to have golf back, um, especially in, the, in our area. The downside is, um, obviously, the fans can't show up. And for you being in the media as well, what was really frustrating for us this week is the PGA Tour controlled all the media access. So, <clears throat> locally... Only the radio, uh, the TV stations, uh, four TV stations and two newspapers were allowed uh, local access. No radio, nothing else. And then they had a smattering of about maybe ten to twelve uh, national guys show up. So yeah, when, when to you watch told it on me TV that, like the rest of us. When you told me you? that earlier this week, I was shocked. So, uh, so me too. I, you're, what you're saying is. Probably if I wanted to go to any golf tournaments here in the next uh, several months, I shouldn't even bother. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that, but I, I would. I, I commend the PGA Tour on one hand for uh, trying to be as diligent and as careful as possible the first go-around because if there was any backlash or all of a sudden some of the players were tested positive for COVID, this whole thing, this whole house of cards could have crumbled. So they've done a magnificent job in getting all that done. On the downside, I was really uh, disheartened on Friday. So Thursday, I think they started coverage around my, my time, about 11 o'clock Central Daylight Time. Yeah. Maybe even earlier on the Golf Channel. Well, then on Friday, it didn't start till 3 o'clock my time. And I'm thinking, you have all these eyeballs that are dying to watch pro, you know, live pro sports, 
And I think what the PGA Tour was doing, they were trying to get more people to uh, sign up to pay 10 bucks a month to watch it online. And I thought that was really short-sighted on their point. Hmm. Yeah, Rick Arnett from uh, Avid Golfer in Dallas, which is uh, today here on Tee to Green. The fact that there are no fans allowed in, in your home city there and in, mm-hmm. in the local area, has that kind of put a damper on things as far as interest goes? I don't think so. I think what it put a damper on is the is the tournament itself making more money. You know, with no with no uh, daily passes, with no concession sales. Uh, one of the things about Colonial, it is it is quite the party event, and the margaritas flow freely, and not be able to do that. Uh, so that's a downside. On the upside, watching it on TV, outside of somebody making a bomb putt or you know like. Uh, I forget who made it yesterday. Oh, when um, uh, Sung Kang made a hole-in-one on Thursday, yes. the most uneventful hole-in-one I've ever seen. He didn't even know he got a hole-in-one because there yeah. was no gallery there to cheer, and he walked halfway up to the green with a putter in his hand. He had no idea. He didn't even realize so, it went in. Yeah, he didn't realize it because there was no crowd to give him any feedback. And so that was interesting. But all in all, on the TV presentation with the reduced staff, I thought they did a really good job. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I, the fact that there are no fans allowed, uh, do you think it's affecting the golfers and the quality or lack of quality of play? Uh, probably good and bad because the, the, the more successful players probably like that little bit of juice that the galleries can provide because they're the ones who are usually getting all the roars and and, and applause. Mm-hmm. Uh, like yesterday, when Harold Varner was was paired up with Jordan Spieth, local local fan favorite. Uh, Harold Varner had been in the hunt before. Uh, he's been in a final group before, but he blew. I think he blew up like with a seventy six one time, and it might have been in a major. But I was thinking the best thing that could happen to Harold Varner was there was no gallery because there was no partisan fans screaming and, and just going crazy for Jordan. Um, he was on a level playing field as far as the atmosphere was concerned. That's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. My my theory, and I've been telling people this for the past couple of months, is that I would, if you were to poll every PGA Tour golfer, I would think that uh, the majority, and I don't know if it would be a big majority or a slight majority, would say either it makes no difference or I'd rather be out there without fans. Um, I think it. I think it depends. One one of the other things too, Jay, is with no grandstand. Now you remember you're familiar with Colonial. That ninth hole is a is a dogleg, par four. Um, you have to hit the second shot over water, and there's uh-huh. usually huge grandstands behind that. And, and players like uh, even Kevin Na last year, that who was the champion, purposely hit his ball long out of the rough just to get it over the green, knowing that the grandstands were provide a backstop, and uh, and allow them a free drop. So without that, without any framing of gallery, now the other thing the gallery does when they build up those grandstands, it inhibits the wind, too. So a lot of factors going on. Third is uh, probably not so much at Colonial, but at other tracks, without with lesser volunteers, less marshals, no gallery, wayward shots, I would just figure, would be, Far easier to be to lose those balls because there was nobody. You know, it's like when we play. 
when I lose a ball and I can't find my ball, I say, yeah, I'd like to see how what the pros do when they have to play under these conditions. You know, they're going to find their own ball in three minutes? Probably not. But yeah. lo and behold, it's been pretty good. Uh, I don't remember if I've seen a lost ball. I've seen some OBs, but no lost, lost balls yet. So that was, that was something I was uh, looking at. So are they testing uh, players and caddies and officials every day, or did they do it at the start? Do you know how that works? Yeah, so here's how it goes. Um, they all have their own kits. They all have their own testing kits. Um, I think they only uh, tested the, through the normal means, uh, through the nostril, you know, where it feels like that Q-tip is going right through your brain. Um, right. They only do that once when, at, the, at the start of the tournament. But the rest of the time, they just do the thermal testing where they put the, the thermometer, the electric thermometer up against your forehead. They do that mm-hmm. at the end of the round. They do that before every round, and I think that's good enough. The downside is you can be asymptomatic, meaning you don't have a fever, you don't have other symptoms, and you can still be a carrier. So there's a lot of questions still going out there. It'll be interesting. They have a private jet. After this, after today's round, they're going to fly them out to the Heritage, and then they'll fly them out again to the next two events, and those will be private charters. And uh, so they want to keep everything as enclosed as possible. They closed off four hotels for quarantine. But on the other hand, Jay, you got to, I mean, we all know this. Pro golfers are all independent contractors, and they're not, they don't like to be told what to do. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the caddies and players were already admitting that, yeah, yeah, we have our own private hotel and everything, but I want to get out and go out to eat. I want to get out and go see this, and I want to go out and go do that. And so they're, they're a cross-section of us. You know, there's a lot of people who are still not wearing masks out there, and, you know, you're invading my rights and blah, blah, blah. But, um so far, it seems to have been okay. So. Along those lines, I also heard that uh, as far as the chartered plane is concerned, <laughs> the seating on the plane where they sit is based on their world ranking. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the champion of this tournament will get the, the best seat on the plane, him and his <laughs> caddy. And then you're right. Everything else is a pecking order, which, you know, in some respects, not a bad idea because golf is still the last of the meritocracy sports where you really have to earn everything you get. Um, there's no team concept. Uh, nobody's going to help you hit a shot. And so the ones that do better get better perks. They get better tee times. They get a whole bunch of other um, uh, attributes to that. So having a pecking order on the plane, I, I have no problem with that. So is this the only big uh, golf event in your in in the Dallas Fort Worth area this year? There's more coming up. Uh, no, this will be the last one. Uh, we you know the Nelson got canceled, um, which probably was a good thing because it was dying a very quick death when it was held at a Trinity Forest rather than the Four Seasons. Uh, next year it'll be at a uh, a new course up at Craig up in McKinney Craig Ranch. That'll be the new venue for the Nelson. They've held some. Uh, web.com slash corn fairy uh tour championships there so and it's all and it's also a uh, it's a tpc course so uh again built for uh spectators and they they mound you know they have mounds around the greens and so forth so should be pretty good but yeah this is our only one for the year well despite all the uh all the challenges to to not to you to be use a pun here with the charles schwab challenge but despite everything, it looks like they're set up for a really good finish today, 220 players within five shots of the lead. You know what's great about this, Jay? It's, it's my perfect storm as far as the leaderboard. So you have some, you have some great names. Um, even yesterday, 
So you had everybody chasing Harold Varner III, who was in the news this week in his eloquent response to all the all the racial tension and how he's he and Tiger are really the only uh, uh, blacks that play on tour. And he felt like he had to respond, and he was very eloquent, very classy, very graceful. And so when you have him on the top of the leaderboard, he might be the sentimental favorite. And then you had the Jordan Spieth, and you had um, Justin Rose, and Justin Thomas, and Colin Morikawa, and Xander Shoffley, now Gary Woodland. It's, it's as good as a leaderboard you'll ever want to see going into the final round, and I, I can't wait. I I, I've missed sitting on the couch watching golf in the afternoon on a, on a Sunday for, for quite a while. And you got to admit, too, it's nice to talk actual golf as well for guys like you and I that are in the business. Absolutely. Yeah. That's Rick Arnett. He's, the, he's with Avid Golfer in Dallas, and he's been keeping a close eye on the events at the Colonial Country Club all week as the PGA Tour emerges from coronavirus hibernation with the Charles Schwab Challenge in Fort Worth. Rick, thanks for doing this. Hopefully it's not 13 months before we get you back on, and uh, you have a good rest of the weekend. All right. I always enjoy it and enjoy this final round today. should be fun. Okay, Rick Arnett from Avid Golfer in Dallas. Speaking of that, we're going to take a look at the leaderboard for the Charles Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 Hey travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. 
Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. The fastest hour in radio and the quickest hour in golf. Boy, another hour just flying by here on Tee to Green. We're not done yet. Let's bring you up to date on what is happening in golf. Big announcement this week. The ladies tour, the LPGA tour, lost a major championship with the cancellation of the Evian Championship. The tour said problems created by the pandemic made travel and logistics too difficult to stage the event that's played in Avian France. Avian officials said it posed a major risk with 120 players having to travel to France from 30 different countries. The event was set for August 6th through 9th. The LPGA Tour, by the way, set to restart July 23rd at the Marathon Classic in Ohio. Now, the final round of the Charles Schwab Challenge in Fort Worth today, the leaderboard great after 54 holes Xander Shoffley is at 13 under par he's got a one-shot lead over five players Jordan Spieth Justin Thomas Gary Woodland Colin Maricala and Brandon Grace are all at minus 12 a shot behind Shoffley Harold Varner the third Daniel Berger are at minus 11 two shots off the lead there are six guys at minus 10 including Rory McIlroy Justin Rose, Patrick Reed, and Bryson DeChambeau. Three of those guys have won major championships. Uh, they are three shots off the lead. J.T. Poston, four back at minus nine. And six players are at minus eight, including Bubba Watson. Twenty guys within five shots of Xander Shoffley at the Charles Schwab Challenge today in Fort Worth. CBS will have the final round with Jim Nance, McFaldo, and company later Today. That's going to do it for today's edition of TD Green. Our thanks to Rick Arnett from Avid Golfer Dallas and Neil Wokadop from the Colorado Center for Health and Science. Thanks to Scott Cuddy in Master Control. Another great job. We'll talk to you next Sunday. Until then, keep your distance, wash your hands, and hit them long. Hit them straight. <laughs>